looking for the king of podcasts, you're at the wrong channel. Looking for good ideas for life, you are far from good hands. If you think the listener is always right, you are far from the right place. Hosted by Northeasterner by birth, a rebel by choice. If you want a host that floats between love and madness, then play on and listen to Crazy Train Radio. You drive me wild. <laughs> what up, Crazy Train Radio? You look like hell. And I could look the same. What's the photo for? You want answers? I think I'm entitled. You want answers? I want the truth! You can't handle the truth! Truth, 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 I love scotch. I love scotch. Scotch has got scotch. Here it goes down. Down into my belly. Friday fans, we know how much you enjoy the movies. Enjoy grabbing your Friday merchandise and interacting with the Friday family, whether it be at conventions or during our particular watch-alongs. Well, when you're looking to get yourself masks, why not check out our friends over at Camp Blood Customs out of New York State and order your specific custom mask from any of the films. All orders are made specifically. Your needs and wants are. Make sure you find Camp Blood Customs on Facebook, Instagram, and all over social media and order yours today. Dallas Remington, and you're listening to Crazy Train Radio. You don't think you gotta cook. You don't think you gotta clean. You wanna paint your nails, sit around reading magazines. <laughs> A selfie machine. Hey folks, it's your least favorite host in the podcast world, Croc, Jonathan Steele. Boy, do we have a good one for you today. 
Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, children of all ages, this next guest happens to be, again, a repeat guest to the show. But also, she jumped on a couple months back with Mr. Phil Vassar, which we are bringing her back because she is just so talented, driven, and I'm not a religious person, but... It is a blessing to call this Kentucky gal a friend of the show. Oh, thank you. Her new single is One Night Rodeo, which was available last week on the 14th. How ironic, because we had another guest last week as well, with something coming out on the 14th. <laughs> she would, Karma, call it what you want. But she also has a current single out, which she did an acoustic cover of, which I was thrilled to hear of Enter Sandman. Yes, the Metallica song, whatever. Yes. <laughs> but Dallas Remington, finally, after a yes. crazy week, glad it to be doing this with you. Been. Yes, definitely. Thank you so much for having me back. It's always good to see you. Um, actually, Phil Vassar's Six Pack Summer has been stuck in my head all day. Um, you know, just leading up to us getting to see <laughs> getting me, me getting to see you, I guess, because that's the last time I saw you. So it's really good to see you again. Yeah. Yes, because uh, last week I was having some of the same tech issues I was this afternoon getting into this. And I went to uh, take this. Not sure if I want to use this. She could see a, <laughs> see a bat in my hand or jump into this bottle. So <laughs> I love it. That's how I feel like most of the time, anytime I want to get on, a, I have to get on a computer. I end up wanting to throw it across the room. So I am not a technologically advanced person <laughs> yeah and it's funny not just with you here with the props but i feel like a carrot top the past <laughs> i'd say month or so with episodes because i'm always pulling whether it be the bottle <laughs> or the bat books to reference dvds you know i'm like in the middle of an office room here and i got so much i can pull <laughs> from it's it's hilarious exactly that's funny so, yeah so like i said i i've Finally decided to use that joke that feeling like carrot top, but it is what it is. But let's start with One Night Rodeo, since that's, that is the latest to come out. So what yes. can you tell us about One Night Rodeo? So One Night Rodeo is one of my favorite songs I've ever been a part of writing. I got to write it with Miss Casey Jindal and Mr. Nar Mark Narmore, who are two of my favorite songwriters here in Nashville. Um, two writers I really look, look up to, and um, they have been really big um, inspirations in my career and uh, mentors. And so I got to write this song with them. We had to write it over Zoom because we started this during quarantine. Um, but the idea actually came to me um, and I took it to them. We were, my band and I got to play at the Houston Rodeo in 2020 um, right before the COVID shutdown. So we played till midnight and by 8 a.m. the next morning they had actually shut down the rest of the rodeo because of COVID. Um, so we barely got to play our set and I got back to Nashville and was quarantining and was writing songs and I had the was just thinking about you know the experience we had because we we could have easily gotten there and then have canceled it that day um, you know but they didn't thankfully and I was thinking about that I was like man we really just had a one-night rodeo because the Houston rodeo you know is three weeks long um, or an entire month, I guess. And so I was like, man, that was a one night rodeo. And so I took the idea to Casey and we brought Mark on and I ended up just being 
a very traditional based country cowboy love song of sorts. Um, I say it's my warning to all the cowboys out there because, you know, with Yellowstone being the biggest thing on the planet right now, all the girls are trying to find them a cowboy. But my warning to all those cowboys is I ain't no one not rodeo. And that's what we wrote in this song. So I'm really proud of it. And I hope everybody's enjoying it. Um, it's been really cool to be able to finally promote it, finally get it out there to the world. We wrote it, um, finished it about a year ago this month. So I've been sitting on it for a little bit and uh, couldn't wait to get it out there. And with that being said, as part of that introduction, in my three or four working percent of the gray matter between here and here, I also thought, because we mentioned Phil, and I'm sure he'll love this with a connection, I was thinking of Little Red Rodeo, which mm-hmm. was a song he wrote and first made famous by one Colin Ray. Yes, so, I love that song. I love both versions of that one. Yeah, so I love the connection with Rodeo, but why don't I go ahead yeah. and insert One Night Rodeo right here? Awesome. That Stetson might have bought you a night in Avalon, but you sure knew how to sell that smile. And down in New Orleans, any girl go crazy if they saw you in Cheyenne. Would just want, hey darling, they'd be in the palm of your hand. Yeah, you might spread that charm from town to town. But once you get a taste, you're gonna wanna settle down Cause I ain't no one stop truck and train and leaving with the sun You think you will, but you won't get over me fast as them horses run The more time you spend with me, you'll be thinking about front porch, fence post, and a diamond ring. Let me warn you now before it's too late. You're gonna have a hard time riding away. Cause I ain't no one stop. Truck and train and leave it with the sun. You think you will, but you won't get over. Fast as it was 
Coming out of that lovely hit, which again is available through all your normal spots, Spotify, Apple, yada, yada, yada. Yes, Seinfeld reference as of last week of January 14th. It is amazing. And obviously, I know you had a few other things in the works and now public since we last talked one on one like this. And that being said, Wild in the Woods, American Soil, Princess, but Enter Sandman. I'm curious <laughs> in that. When I heard this, what made you said, hey, I want to do an acoustic version of that? So um, something about me that not everyone knows is when I was 15, I was actually the bassist in a metal band. Um, so it was, we were, I love that band. Um, we were rocking and I was actually the oldest one in the band. We were a student band. So I was a couple years older than the rest of them. And these guys were some of the most talented musicians I've ever played with. And the youngest was like nine and he was like a drumming prodigy, you know. Um, and so I got to be in the band with these guys and we used to play Inner Sandman in all of our sets. And I just fell in love with that song. You know, me, I grew up with traditional country. I mean, Stone Cold, Loretta Lynn, Conway Woody, Patsy Cline up to Garth Brooks, but that's the music I grew up with up to the nineties. And that's the country music I love and grew up with. And that's all I ever heard. And so then when I entered this metal band, it introduced me to a whole new world. And so I fell in love with Metallica, my favorite song being inner Sandman. And I fell in love with a whole bunch of other different like metal rock bands. Um, but I've always wanted us to be able to perform inner Sandman, like in our sets. I thought it would be a cool, just like little switch up. We used to open with, um, Iron Man by Black Sabbath. So we've always kind of put in those really random ones um, in our country sets. But I was just like, we got on this schedule where we're going to actually be releasing several covers every year. And uh, we have everything planned out in advance. But I was like, for our first cover, I just want it to be something that no one would expect. Um, you know, everyone's going to expect me to release, you know, a Loretta Lynn song or a Patty Loveless song or something like that but I'm like nobody's gonna expect for our first cover like in this new season of my life to be a Metallica song and yes we got several comments going are you sure you're gonna do that and I'm like yes yes we are and I've I've loved the um the response we've gotten to it it's been nothing but love for it which has been amazing and uh, I'm so excited for us to get back on the road this year and now be able to put that in all of our sets and then not just be like really random it's like but look we released it so here we go. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Because, yes, it was random for you from what I know of your stuff and listen to and all. But I'm not surprised because I think of a known country act who has a famous video out of their covers being Zach mm -hmm. Brown. And one of the first ones I saw was and our same I did live. Oh, in a I, concert. Hadn't even, I hadn't even seen that. Well, I'll email you that link. Okay. Because be I know awesome. I, I want to see that. I know I emailed you over the weekend, but was going through Patty as well. Thank you, Patty, for being a saint <laughs> with everything. Yeah, my I've been all over the place this weekend. So when this morning I saw you on the schedule and I was like, I never emailed him back, but thank goodness Patty did. So thank you, Patty. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yes, you know, I 
I'm sure there's a couple of times I've driven that woman nuts, just not with you, <laughs> not just with you, but with other stuff. So thank you. You, you are a saint as Bev said, <laughs> but that's a whole nother story, but I will email you that link of, uh, yes, I can, I can. Yeah. That'll be awesome. I can't wait to see that. Um, I had no idea they had, they had released it or done a cover of that. Um, and it so was, that'd be really cool to see. It was cool. Cause it was like an out. If I remember correctly, it was like an outdoor venue and they had the light stream in and it mm-hmm. made it total like a rock show. So yes. Yes. Which that's why I love concerts. Cause I mean, Yes, you go to see country music, but most concerts, they lean towards rock when it comes to the lights and the production. And so um, I can't wait till we can be in those bigger production type settings and we can have the crazy lights and the fog machines and the, you know, have to put out the warnings like, you know, if you can't be around lots of flashing lights. <laughs> um, but we, uh, we're, I'm excited. For, <laughs> I'm excited for um that portion of our life but i'm excited just to add our acoustic version of understand man into the to the sets now well she was laughing because i'm doing prop comedy here we won't get into it uh but why don't we enter the recording of understand man here Uh-huh. 
Obviously, you folks heard that cover, or both songs, I should say, here. But I want to throw a couple of questions your way. And I don't think I asked you this the last time we had a formal interview. But first is being, where did the passion for playing guitar come from you, come for you? Um, so my story when it comes to playing guitar, I guess, is, I don't know if I would say it's different than everyone else's or if it's um, the same. I don't really know. But I started playing guitar when I was nine. Um, and it's actually really funny. So right now, I love nothing more than playing my guitar. Like I will sit in my room and I will play guitar all day and I will be the happiest person on the planet. When I first started, I wasn't the biggest fan of it. Um, <laughs> I was like, I just want to sing. I just want to sing. And my guitar instructor was like, you need to be able to sing, play for yourself. You know, you don't want to have to depend on somebody else. You know, you need to be able to play for yourself. Mr. Clay was, um, a great guitar teacher and he really pushed me to be able to accompany myself. And so I went along with it. And then it's so funny because my brother ended up having to take like guitar 101 or something in class at whatever school he was at at the time. And within like three weeks, he became a better guitarist than me. My brother and I are very, very, very competitive. And I said, no, that's not going to fly. I'm the guitarist in this family. So then I was like, I'm going to be better than him. Started really pushing myself. And I just fell in love with playing guitar. Like I play multiple instruments. But if you say you can only play one instrument for the rest of your life, it's going to be guitar. It's going to be my Gibson I have here sitting beside me. Um, and that's if you said you could only do one thing for the rest of your life, you have to sit in your house and just do one thing. It would be sitting in the house and play this guitar. I love it so much. And so um, that passion, passion came through, you know, someone encouraging me to be able to accompany myself, be able to support myself with it. And a little bit of a competition between my brother and I. <laughs> well, with that being said, I, for the short time I've known you, there's three things that stick out. Dallas has a passion for life, her music, and faith. So with that being said, and everybody's thought process on some of those topics are what they are, and I respect that. But what would you say the order for you would be as far as those three main things, your life, uh, passion for life, music, and faith? How would you organize that and describe yourself to folks? Mm-hmm. Well, definitely. Well, so um with life obviously is my family and everything included with that and I I really pair those together life and faith 
and my family, um, all of those come together. And so, you know, my family is obviously the most important thing to me. And um, we're a very, very tight faith-based family. So to me, those go together. Um, so obviously family, faith, and then music. Um, and I'm very thankful. I have a very, very supportive family that has been here every step of the way with me and um, have helped guide me in this in a very faith-based way. And um, I'm very thankful for that. You know, every time that we're heading out on the road, we have family prayer together and we get in a group hug and we hug it out. We pray for each other that everybody's going to have a good week out wherever they're going. And I'm very thankful for that because um, my family's the only reason I'm here. I would not be here without them. And so it would definitely be family and faith together in the, in the music. Um, obviously, I love music so much. And that's what I know I'm called to do. But I know I wouldn't be able to chase that calling without my amazing family and without my faith. Well, one final question for you. And I want to more lighthearted because I was thinking about it and was joking with some of the previous guests I've had on this. We didn't do it on air, but you know, some of the responses has been quite kind of funny. So I'll throw it your way here. Okay. And obviously I would say you're still a pretty up and coming musician, but you were gaining more ground and such. But mm-hmm. have you has there ever been a spot that you may have been recognized somewhere it's like you wouldn't expect to be (laughs) that actually happened to me like last week um we were wait what wait let me make sure i get the question right like where someone has recognized me yes okay so it's happened multiple times in different places um i think the most random was a few years ago, I was in a McDonald's drive through in the middle of nowhere in Kentucky, and the person at the window looked at me and said, you're that singer girl, aren't you? And I was like, well, yes, yes, I am. That's really cool. Um, but then last week, my family and I were actually in the airport here in Nashville. Our flight got canceled. That's a long story. But we were walking around trying to find coffee, and I just kind of turned sideways and was looking at my cousin and I said something, and then all of a sudden from behind me, I heard someone go, is that her? Oh, my gosh, that's her. And this girls just, like, run up to me, and they're like, you're Dallas, right? I had no makeup on. I had a face mask on and a hat. I don't know how they recognize me. They're like, you're Dallas, right? And I was like, yeah. And they're like, we were at your show last night. Like, oh, my gosh. I'm like, this is so weird, but so cool. Like, I feel so, I feel famous. But, yeah, so McDonald's drive through in the airport looking like trash at the airport. (laughs) Well, I got to ask, because like you said, you're with some family at the airport. What did they think when they seen it? My, um, it was so funny. My, my brother's um, fiance was actually with us and she went, and I'm her sister-in-law. Like I'm with her. I'm like, this is really cool. (laughs) Um, But they were, um, and then my cousin was like, and we're her cousins. Like we're related to her. I was like, yeah, that was a really cool experience to have with my family being there, too. Yeah, it was funny because I won't say who it was, but there was uh, one that I thought was hilarious was they were at, say, I believe it was like a Walgreens or CVS or something like that. They were out on the road, Mm -hmm. a female musician, and they like their bag got lost in the shuffle of traveling or whatever. Uh, So they went to buy. So they just went to the local pharmacy, like I said, CVS, Walgreens, whatever it was, to, mm-hmm. get 
get a new toothbrush and toiletries yeah. and you know just to so they had stuff yeah so they till their bag got found and they were checking out and said hey aren't you <laughs> i'm like i can't go we get a picture what all that stuff she goes well can i put my toothpaste and deodorant and stuff down i'm cool yeah yeah i'm let's do it but can i put my stuff down that's hilarious one and, of my friends met dolly parton in the deodorant aisle one day at a walmart in the middle of nowhere so you never know who's going to be in the toiletry house you never know yeah <laughs> and the other one was like uh going they were in actually in the bathroom oh gosh and we're that would be in, that would be weird yeah in the stall and somebody heard them you know they're minding their own business whatever <laughs> and answer the cell phone hey how you doing and somebody recognized their voice wow yeah, the person came out, wash your hand, you know, wash your hands yeah. and all that. And goes, hey, aren't you? I, I knew it was you. They said, Well, hey, how are you doing? You know, can we Wow. Yeah, I'll do the picture and all that, whatever you need, but can we can I wash my hands and Yeah. Yeah, let's <laughs> that's awesome. This, let's do this outside the bathroom, you know, like that's awesome. Yeah, I know. That's so cool. I know several people who've met famous people in the bathroom, and I'm kind of like, I kind of want that to happen, but then it's kind of also like do you really want to meet like when your heroes in the bathroom? <laughs> I know we all got it. We all got to do it, but it's like, yeah, it's just human nature. Yeah. So, <laughs> but both of them were like, Hey, can we, yeah, let me, can finish. we not do this here? <laughs> can we get, yeah, especially the bathroom one. I was like, Hey, let me finish, wash yeah. my hands. Cool. You know, exactly. happy, I'll be happy. I got a couple of minutes. I'm happy to talk to you. Whatever. You know, it's cool. But yeah. It's like, yeah. At least let me, That's awesome. yeah. Dry my wash my hands and dry them, and we'll go outside and <laughs> do whatever. So that's awesome. Yeah. So some of the stories are hilarious. So, but anyway, like I said, Enter Sandman's available. You got Wild in the Woods, American Soil, Princess, One Night Rodeo, which came out January 14th. Again, yeah, you know, she's got these new hits that have come out. So make sure you check them out Spotify, Apple all the fun stuff where you get your music and download your music. And as I said before, make sure you support these independent artists. And, Oh, I should say this too, since I got Dallas on the call here and I'm looking forward to this and can actually say this publicly. She will be joining us in March for our children's hospital fundraiser, which, yes, be out, yes. which might get a song or two out of her. I'm not going to twist her arm here. <laughs> actually i know more than i'm letting out but that's a whole nother thing to find out information you'll see it on all our socials and stuff so i want to say thank you ahead of time for that and make yes, sure you i'm excited but make sure you check out the music and i will have links to all of dallas's socials and where you can start to track down the music so dallas thank you so much yes thank you so much for having me it's always great to see you and I'll be seeing you in March. Looking forward to it. Yes. See you then.
this brand is truly exciting and I'm so glad that they are starting to make a positive impact. Little Bean Soapery is a woman-owned small business based in Northeast Pennsylvania. Little Bean Soapery does so much as all products are handcrafted and offer many different things for both men and women. Soaps, scrubs, body butters, bath bombs, solid cologne, and much more. Little Bean Soapery also does things for special occasions such as birthdays, Mother's Day, Father's Day, and special seasonal gift sets. But also, let's not forget large orders for party favors by request. The great things about all products is that they are crafted to be nourishing on the skin. If you wish to check them out, please feel free to visit littlebeansoapery.com. Any questions, please feel free to also email littlebeansoapery at gmail.com for custom inquiries and or ask anything else you wish. Tell them that Elena from Crazy Train Radio sends you. I'm Amanda Page Cornette. You're listening to Crazy Train Radio.